The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young. If you're looking for something more, something different, something better, this is your opportunity. Over the next hour, we'll talk about inspiration for personal and professional success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Hello there, and welcome everyone to Transformation for Success Show. You know, I hope you're having a great day. I am so excited to have a very interesting guest on the show today, and we're going to be talking about how this young woman, as a girl of 12, interviewed a governor who told her it was the best interview he had ever done, and how nearly 30 years later, he took oh, she took over the reins of the well-known California Women's Conference, continuing its 30-year tradition as the nation's preeminent conference for women, which was a perfect example of the objective this governor set out when he first started the conference. So she is going to share with us today what it means to live your best life and how you can get started today. My guest is Michelle Patterson, and I call her a woman on fire. I'm going to share a bit about her background a bit later, but I welcome you to call in live during the show with your questions or comments. The number is 1-888-346-9141. And if you're calling internationally, call 001 480-553-5754. And you're welcome to email me your feedback and her comments at info at transformationforsuccess.com. And remember, I'm on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook. Greetings, Michelle. Hello, how are you? Girl, I'm fantastic, and I'm so glad to have you on the show and that you had time uh, from your busy schedule to be here today and live. You know, Michelle, <laughs> when I first met you, girl, we just clicked. And I've shared many, many, many stories about how we just talked and talked and talked for hours. Your energy and enthusiasm is just infectious. <laughs> <laughs> well, the feeling's mutual. I feel like I've met my match. <laughs> I tell, well, you know, I was going to share the same thing that I have prayed. Lord, let me let me find and meet somebody that is at that same level of energy and enthusiasm. Because I kind of get tired of people saying, "Where do you get all of your energy?" Do you get that same question? <laughs> yeah, all the time, all the time. But then, there, there, every so often, you meet somebody and they they have it. It really boils down to just a zest for life and wanting to, uh, you know, to play a big game. And, and so. you make that decision every day. So, well, that's it's great. But let me share with the listeners uh, a bit about your background because today Michelle is the executive director of the Global Women's Foundation, and this is a public charity that provides support, leadership, and advocacy for women's initiatives around the globe. And Michelle is also the founder 
president and CEO of Women Network Limited, a digital media company giving women a voice to share their message. She has received so many honors and accolades over the years, and she recently received the Corporate Advocate for the Year Award by the Los Angeles Business Journal. And I was in the audience that day to share in the enthusiasm and the excitement. And a boy, I mean, Michelle, you were terrific, and you gave such a remarkable thank you And I thank you again for and congratulate you for that wonderful honor. She has had uh, such a... a Yeah, it was a fun day though, right? It was... Oh my God. I loved meeting all your great people that you brought and I mean, just a really awesome group of people. It was. And to think all of the nominees there, and I just want to give a shout out to the listening audience and all of the nominees and many great women that day who shared in that special day as being a nominee, even though we were, some of us were not awarded, but I felt awarded anyway by the fact of being there in the presence of so many fabulous and great women. So, Michelle, you've had such a remarkable journey And I'm happy that you're going to share with the listeners today how you are living your best life and how you faced and, you know, overcame a lot of your great trials and tribulations, but you came out of them. So listeners, call your friends, tell them to be sure to download this show. Even if they can't listen live, they can download the show much later and listen to this fabulous woman who has, I tell you, when you speak of uh, Michelle Patterson, she conjures up many credits, visionary, author, acceleration executive, talk show host, and I tell you, she is a dynamic speaker. This truly woman is a woman of many dimensions. So again, our discussion is going to center today on her incredible journey of how she is living her best life. And she's going to share with, what does it mean to live your best life and how can you get started? You know, Michelle, one of the things I thought about when uh, I, I was thinking about the show and how you're living your best life, and I sort of titled the episode of the show is This Girl's on Fire. <laughs> uh, not, taking that, not taking that from the singer who um, made that song pretty famous, but truly, you are a woman on fire. And one of the things that I've always thought about is what will people say about me at my funeral? And I mean, it's sort of a stellar question when I think about self-improvement, because we all have things that we could be doing better. And I want my fleeting time that's left uh, basically on this earth to be better, not bitter. I always use that, that expression, to be better, not bitter. But I'm so happy that you can share uh, with us what really inspired you to, to, well, you've had quite a journey. So tell us a little bit about your early journey. Yeah, so you you talked a little bit about it with interviewing. It was Governor George mm-hmm. Majin, uh-huh. and you know I was this really awkward, shy, quiet kid. I wore nobody a can believe that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I know, and people say that like really, con <laughs> really. <laughs> but it was. I can remember I had transferred schools, and I went from a private school where we wore uniforms to a public school, and I can mm-hmm. remember. You know, I just celebrated 46, and I can remember that at the time, you know, everybody was wearing, you know, the cool kids were wearing, you know, eyes odd, and, you know, and I'm in these dresses uh, that my grandmother had made, which were beautiful, mm-hmm. um, but definitely didn't put me with the cool kids. And, okay. And just transferring in, I can remember, you know, there was two years where I literally sat in between two school bungalows 
And that's where I would have lunch by myself. That's where I... Oh, so, no. Yeah, you know, really, 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 just that, again, very awkward age, but feeling, you know, alone. I mean, just kind of like, oh. okay, this this is just not, not a, a fun at all. And I love to write. Um, and my dad actually uh, was a police officer and mm-hmm. had done work with the Attorney General's office, which was... Um, Governor George Duke Majin, who then was elected into being governor. Uh-huh. But I had gone ahead and applied to interview him. Uh-huh. And, you know, so at 12 years old, I'm asking, you know, really profound questions. You know, what's your favorite hobby? How many kids do you have? What's your favorite pastime? And, and he's answering, and he looks at me, and he says, you know, that was the best interview I've ever heard. Wow. And for me it really hit home because it was the first time that somebody outside of my immediate family, you know, said, you matter. Like, uh-huh. your your voice counts. You have something to share. Oh, wow. And yeah, I left there, and I thought, you know, I want to be governor. You know, I want to, you know, what, uh-huh. what, what, uh-huh. what am I going to do with, with, with um, you know, with my life? And ran for president of my high school, was elected. I went to Sarah High School in San Diego, I uh, went on to go to school at Loyola Marymount University. I was mm-hmm. elected as a junior or a student life president, worked in Sacramento, and had made a decision from that experience that that I was, you know, going to be helpful, and I was going to really kind of pursue that, 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 that piece. And you look at the conference, ironically enough, the same mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. that I interviewed the governor, he started the California Women's Conference, and he started right. it. Uh-huh. Women were opening up companies. They were failing at a rapid rate. And he had decided, you know, let's go ahead and bring these organizations together that support women and to help them be successful. And so now we're in our 30th year of doing the conference. Um, I took it over in 2011 from Marie Shriver and who took it to a whole new level, but uh-huh. it was it was really going through that process of being able to um, you know kind of carry continue carrying that torch, and you- it had a lot of challenges. Um, but what I had learned along the way was uh-huh. you know ask for the support, ask for the help, and yep. and it's you know, amazing when people understand your mission and where you're right. headed. Right, they they want to help. They want to get on board. They want to be a part of, of something bigger than themselves and, and, and truly a global entity. Well, you know, uh, it's interesting that as you share, and I'm listening to your story, I mean, from the shy girl that's sitting between two bungalows and eating alone to become this, this person that, that sparked with the governor saying to you, it was the best interview I've ever had. And for you realizing that you matter, you know, that is so significant, Michelle, because so many people are are still, and even some of my listeners out there are still in that space where they're alone, they don't feel they matter. And I really applaud you for making that stride, you know, because you could have really, even after that, not gone on to do the things that you did to finish high school and really to just come out of that shell. Were there, were there other things that influenced you? I mean, that you realized that you 
were this great person and you had a dream and <laughs> that, that really, were there other factors that played you know, in? <clears throat> I think, you know, it really, I mean, you know, I, you start connecting the dots over mm-hmm. life. And I think in a lot of ways, we, we've been preparing our whole life to mm-hmm. be able to fulfill, fulfill our mission and our right. purpose. Right. Right. So I just finished, we just did uh, the Women Network Project and it was a 10-day uh, retreat, and it was up in Running Springs, Big Bear, and, and so it was my event, but I went in as a participant, and it was, I mean, truly life-changing, and I mean, the, the, the people that went, they were from all over, all over the country, uh-huh. and we've been to many, many different events and done different things, and, and we actually filmed 14 episodes of of this that are going to be aired out, but I mean, it's amazing when you go through a transformational leadership process, just how you know how how you're able to do the things that you need to do. We we oftentimes think that we can't, uh-huh. um, and and it's truly because we don't we don't let others know what that vision is, and then we right. don't ask for the help. Right. And then we don't receive that help. You know, uh, this is so interesting because on my television show, which we shot on Friday with my four co-hosts, guess what we talked about? Why women do not ask for help. Why <laughs> we don't ask for what we need. And so it's interesting because you bring that out, but you were able to ask and so many women have that fear that I'll be rejected. I mean, just even asking uh, a husband for support or even being able to ask for what you need and you're pressured and you're feeling that pressure and not being able to ask. So I, I am so happy you brought that out because we really explored that in depth. And I hope it's helping some women to understand that we can ask for help. And obviously, Absolutely. And I think the other piece, that mm-hmm. is super important is just, you know, we don't have to do it all. We don't have to have all the answers. We, no. you know, and, and recognizing that we truly are better together. And, you know, you know, Dr. Young, you have beautiful gifts. You know, I have beautiful Thank gifts. You. Yes, we all do. None of us have all the gifts. No. But when we come together, that's when the magic happens. That's exactly and, right. And, there's that feeling of not feeling overwhelmed and not feeling, you know, I can get up on stage and I can talk because it literally, you know, I don't have to be everything to everybody and I, I can celebrate my, my gift. I'm a connector. You know, I, mm-hmm. I get great joy from bringing people together and, and that's, that's my piece of the puzzle or I get great joy from, when other people are sharing their gift and I'm able mm-hmm. to create a platform and to really spotlight them and, you know, act it as, as this platform to be able to really push that messaging out. That I love that. I absolutely well, love it. It is and so, so I great. Think that's where people get caught up in. Mm-hmm. I've got to have all the pieces I've got to have. And then, you know, they don't want to share when they're, they're, they're struggling or when they're stuck um, well, because out of fear, they're going to look bad. Right. Because they don't Michelle, have people. I want you to you know? hold that point uh, okay. right there because, unfortunately, we have to take a quick commercial break. Listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back 
because she was talking about identifying yourself in that fear. Sometimes that holds us back. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. It's time to access your magic. Tune in each week to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. Our topics cover finances, personal health, business, relationships, mediumship, and so much more. If you want to access all that is possible in your life, listen to Glenice and her expert guests who've turned the impossible into the possible. Living in the Magic of Possibilities is heard live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you feel alone trying to conquer life's challenges? Do you feel that there's sometimes nowhere to turn and nobody really understands? Remember, you are not alone. Every week, host April Joy Ford, who has faced adversity as a constant in her life, helps you rise above life's challenges with your own blueprint meant to discover the powerful you. April's challenges have included childhood sexual abuse, becoming a widow and single parent at 32, and other such curveballs. She'll help you get empowered holistically every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at one 888 346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there, and welcome back to the show today with my guest, Michelle Patterson. You know, again, Michelle is CEO of the Women's Network, LLC, and she also is executive founder of Global Women's Foundation. And when I mention her name, it, it conjures up so many things. She's a visionary author, acceleration executive, and the founder of Global Women's Foundation. So we are here today together to talk about what? how to live your best self. And Michelle is sharing with us today some of her words of wisdom and how really she has really defined, I think, defined herself as being the connector. Michelle, before we went on commercial break, you were talking about some of the fears, I think, that women have that prevent them from really moving forward. I like to use that word, moving forward, rather than moving on, but moving forward uh, to really step into their purpose and live their best lives. Yeah, and, and I think going in with the mindset of we've already arrived, you know, you're there. Uh-huh. You, 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 um, you know, that mindset of, you know, we're not enough or we got to do more or, you know, my, my husband made the comment to me, this was years ago, and I was putting on an event for 30,000 people. Uh-huh. And 
you know, it, the the event was one of the, you know, best run events in the state of California. It was a, a taste of, a taste of Ladera. But it, somebody complained. And I remember feeling, you know, out of 30,000 people, and there was a person that had complained, and it bothered me. Uh-huh. And it, you know, and he looked at me and he just said, okay, are you, like, you could have... 100,000 people go to your event and you have one person complain and it just completely throws you off and it bothers you. And it sat with me because I thought, God, that's such a great comment, you know, where <laughs> you go through life like these people pleasers and, you know, and I mean, it's just, it's not possible to please everybody. It's just, it's not. No. And no. so really making a point of, of going in and, and, you know, when I put on, these events and when we look at women network as a whole and, you know, how can we go ahead and really grow our community, but it's looking at being able to provide these resources and provide these tools for women so that they can, you know, they, they can reach, you know, their mission and, and achieve their goals of what, whatever they set for themselves. But I thought that was just, you know, it, it really made me take pause I'm yeah. sure it did. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, we can get so focused on, uh, you know, not the great things we do, but the little criticisms, the little things. And I know I've fallen victim to that myself and have to really watch that. But, you know, Michelle, how did you face some of the, the inner self urges to give up? Or did you ever have that emotion? Oh, in fact, my <laughs> first year... And I might have shared this with you, uh, but just to share with your audience, my first year taking on the conference, I ran into huge, huge challenges. We had hired a sponsorship company that had pipelined, you know, $7 million in funding. And out of the $7 million, the total amount that they came in with was 100000 Oh, my goodness. Made it, yeah, which was crazy. Oh, and my goodness. And 17 days before the California Women's Conference, I was 1.8 million in a deficit. And, oh my goodness! Yeah, and just all the monkey chatter. You know, I didn't tell people it's like we all have monkey chatter. For me, it was what were you thinking? You know, you're not out of the governor's office. You're not, you know, Maria Shriver. You're not a Kennedy. Mm-hmm. You don't have a money tree in your backyard. Like, why <laughs> in the world would you think? you know, this is what you should, you know, why would you take this on? Mm-hmm. And I remember sitting with the investor and my operations person and them looking at me saying, you know, and, and really the investor screaming, saying, shut the event down, shut oh it my down. God. Oh my goodness. And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And that's when I had made a decision. And I can remember like it was yesterday. And you know those moments, Dr. Young, <laughs> where there's those defining moments in life yeah. where you either you run for the hills you know, <laughs> or, or you face it. <laughs> yeah, you just, and, and I, I decided, you know what, I, I was not going to let this conference get canceled. And it already almost had gotten canceled because the, the state, the governor's office had, had decided not to do it. But I remember saying, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to call and I'm going to ask, I want to ask for help. And I started doing that. And 
literally for 17 days, I called every single person I possibly could think of. And I ended up, we, we raised $1.65 million um, in 17 days. We're, wow. We were able to go ahead and bring in. I mean, it was just, um, you know, I mean, miracle after miracle after miracle of just me asking and thinking, okay, there's no way they're going to, they're going to help out. And, and there were a lot of no's. I mean, a lot of people who had said, you know, my dad, who I absolutely, you know, love mm-hmm. more than anything. My father said to me, he goes, they called me Minnie because I'm, um, when I was little, I was super tall. <laughs> I grew <laughs> and hence I walked, you know, I mm-hmm. walked with, I was round shouldered. I mean, I, every time you'd see me, they'd say, Michelle, straighten up. Uh-huh. But my dad uh-huh. said to me, he goes, Minnie, you know, when are you going to get a real job? And, and I said, dad, you know, this is not the time for the real job conversation. <laughs> Let me, you know, ask me in 17 days, you know, uh-huh. and, and it was just, you know, people that I, I least expected to jump on board and, help fund the event did and people that I completely expected would be there, you know, were trying to talk me out of doing a conference and Uh canceling it. So it, it taught me, um, it taught me about, about the, just having the belief in yourself. Uh It starts with you. And I was in the zone. I mean, for 17 Uh days, Uh you know, I'd, literally make phone call for phone call. I wouldn't start before seven because people would get really scared. Like, why is she calling this early? <laughs> and uh-huh. I wouldn't call after mid- after 10 o'clock because it was too late. Uh-huh. But I just made call after call after call after call and, and raised the money. And it was, um, I mean, I'll, I'll share with you one, one story. Uh-huh. So my husband is a CPA. He's, a finance guy uh, uh-huh. working for, you know, a, a, a big publicly held company. And so the first day I made the decision, I was going to go ahead and ask for the help. I was not going to cancel the event. And I reached out to the mayor's office. I reached out to um, the convention center, Long Beach Convention Center. And they initially came back with, you know, no, we can't meet. It was a Friday. And they said, no, we can't meet. It's three-day weekend. And I knew, you know, if I come back uh-huh. three days, I mean, three days is, a, you know, that's a lot of time that uh-huh. I needed to be able to raise this money. Uh-huh. And I reached out, and I'll never forget, you know, the, the their assistants telling me, no, you, you can't meet with them. They're leaving. They've gone for the day. And uh-huh. and I kept pushing, saying, you know, I'm the most important person they'll meet all day long. <laughs> they'll meet <laughs> is, is going to be with, you know, with me, uh-huh. you know, for sure, maybe even the year. So they agreed to meet with me. And, and Steve Goodling, who's the CEO of the convention center, I sat down and said, you know, I, this is the situation. I'm in a deficit. Um, I need to go ahead and raise X dollars and uh-huh. I need your help. And uh-huh. he looks at me and he says, Michelle, you know, what's your favorite ice cream? 
and I thought, okay, is this a trick question? Why did he ask me <laughs> that? And I was convinced I had like a permanent big old L, you know, on my forehead. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And he said, what's, you know, what's your favorite ice cream? And I said, strawberry. And he goes, all right, let's order up ice cream and we're going to sit here. He called in his staff and then we just started, it was almost like playing Monopoly. And we just started, we started laughing. We started, you know, otherwise I would think I was going to cry. But we went in and we figured out, you know, how to be able to go ahead and, um, you know, really make it work and where can we cut corners and where uh-huh. can we, you uh-huh. know, from a, from a, from a, just an overall production where, how can we can make this work? And I left there instead of owing 1.8 million, I left that meeting. I owed one now 1.4 million. And so, not bad for you know having a couple not times, bad. yeah, four hundred thousand dollars. And then I get home that night, and you know, my husband, you know, we're talking about our day, and and I thought, you know what, I don't, I don't need to tell him right now. <laughs> He's on a need to know basis, and I probably could wait. It's such a great day, and I thought, you know what, I'll wait. I'll wait till maybe a couple more days when I raise more money. So it's not such a a big mountain to climb, and then I'll let him know what's going on. So uh-huh. we go to bed that night, and right around 2 o'clock in the morning, the light goes on, and he's like, what is going on with you? Like, you have been tossing and turning and, you know, haven't been sleeping and, you know, pulling the covers and kicking me. And I mean, what is happening? <laughs> and I just look at him, and I said, you know, Eric, I go, I'm really done at this time. I said, this is the situation. I was 1.8, now I'm 1.4, and I'm talking a mile a minute. And he says, Michelle, and he looks at me, two o'clock at night, and he looks at me, and and I had just told him, you know, I owe $1.4 million in now 16 days. And he says, you know, first of all, I've been married to you for 15 years, and I've watched you, you know, pull stuff together. He goes, nothing, nothing seems like you can accomplish it late at night at two o'clock in the morning when you're worrying and stressing about it. He goes, go to sleep and get some rest. And I thought, at that time, Dr. Young, I literally thought, okay, what is the deal with the men in my life? <laughs> like, first of all, you have, you know, my husband, I'm like, I just said 1.4 million, not... 14,000, not 40,000, you know, $1.4 million. And it's like, oh, go to bed, get some rest, you know. And, and what, he, what he said was, I'm married to you 15 years. I've watched you pull stuff out of your hat. <laughs> I had in the word hat. But he goes, you know, go to sleep. Get a good night's sleep. And I thought, at that moment, I thought, okay, between the comment you know, what kind of ice cream do you want to, you know, you look at Governor George Duke Majin, you know, saying, you know, really, you matter. And that was the best interview. And I thought, oh, my gosh, talk about just calming advice. And that's exactly what I did for, I went to sleep, got a good night's sleep. And then the next morning I woke up and it was the first time I'd ever had to raise any money ever. And I can remember I was in the mirror, brushing my teeth, talking to my, myself, saying, you know, you, uh, 
well, fundraising machine, you know, you've got this. And, and, th- and that's what I did. I just literally made phone call after phone call and got rejection calls, but was more interested in the next step. And it's, you know, let's go ahead and make that next call and focused on the actual activity versus, you know, how I was feeling, you know, at the time. It was it was more of like, okay, if I make X number of calls, I'm going to be able to, to achieve this. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. What makes you the best you can be? Is it money? Is it success? Maybe it's love, a good career, home and family. Could it be a bit of all of these things? Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola, along with her featured guests, will bring you the tools that could be the answer to the questions you've been asking. You'll get to the root of some of the problems that have been keeping you from being the best you can be and tackle them head on. Listen every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. On It's Absolutely All About You, host Eileen Nunez bases her show on the forthcoming book of the same name. If you've been taught to hold your head high and keep your self-esteem in check, Where do you go if you aren't yet achieving that goal? Each program is based on a chapter of the book and comes from Eileen's many years of experience in order to help you find your inner peace. Listen for It's Absolutely All About You, live every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time and 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at one 888 346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hi there. Hello there, and welcome back to the show Transformation for Success with my guest today, Michelle Patterson, a woman of many talents and dimensions. And she was just sharing before we went on break, one of the most horrendous, I think, experiences one can share when you have a huge challenge of 17 days out from an event, you have a $1.8 million deficit, people telling you, cancel the event, cancel the event, but this woman, in spite of, did what I call the BAW technique. <laughs> Michelle, I'm sort of summing it up because as as you were talking about that, I was so inspired. And of course, I've heard your story before, but not in so much detail. But the thing is, it's you use what I call the BAW technique, and that's believing. You felt that belief deep down. You believed, and you acted on that belief by the A, asking for help. 
You didn't just let fear overtake you and just say, okay, I give up. Everybody is saying, shut it down. You can't do it. You're crazy. Probably some people probably thought you were a little crazy. You're 17 days out from an event. You have a $1.8 million deficit. And what do you do? You worked hard. You called everybody you could possibly do. And so that BAW, I sort of like that. I'm a woman on acronyms, belief, ask, and work hard. No matter what huge challenges one may have. And you know something else, Michelle? I sort of thought of something else which is biblical in the sense of when there was a need to feed 5,000 people. And we had a gentleman who, what did he do? He had two fish and five loaves of bread. He blessed the fish and the bread. And then he started to distribute it. In other words, he didn't say, as the disciples were saying to him, there's not enough food. We cannot feed these people. Tell them to go away. Go away. So there were all the naysayers saying, shut it down. Can't do it. But instead, he blessed it, which is your belief system, blessed it. And then what did you do? You began to bless it, and then you began to act, and you began to distribute it. And what happened? Not only that, did you get your $1.6.5 million, but you got a return on you, a return investment on to be where you are today. Am I right by summing that up? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and it, I look back and I think, oh, my gosh, if I had given up, you know, we wouldn't have Women Network, you know, the largest community of women globally. We wouldn't have... We wouldn't be on the phone right now. I mean, we wouldn't be having Absolutely. this conversation. Absolutely. So it's just, you know, it's it's amazing sometimes, you know, those decisions. And, you know, going back to my example, you know, we just did this mm-hmm. whole transformational leadership mm-hmm. program. And, uh, I, you know, we're doing a ropes course and I'm up on this pole that's like three stories high, mm-hmm. climbed up and then, you know, 12 inches wide. And I'm jumping to, you know, to to a, um, a trapeze, and I the only way that I could do it was I had people that were on the ground that were giving me the support, but also they were helping guide me. It's like, okay, Michelle, use the rope that's above you, you know, grab onto that rope, and I mean, it was just, you know, so so again, it, I, I think we as Definitely as women, we go through life thinking, if I show, if I, if I ask for help, I'm showing that I'm weak and vulnerable. And when in actuality, it happens, it's the opposite that happens. It's, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, you're able to go ahead. So I was reminded even as early as this last weekend, you know, in order to be, you know, in order to do what I wanted to do in these ropes courses, I needed to be able to ask for help. So I, I love your acronym because it is. It's a hard work meets. I mean, you're in the zone. You know, you're working hard, and you're and you're not letting that monkey chatter get the best of you. And absolutely, you know, there's two, two times I had a meltdown, and I timed it. <laughs> I cried twice. <laughs> and you know, and that's and, okay. And, and it's what, okay to know. cry. It's okay to cry. It is absolutely, absolutely, and I, and and. You know, but it, it, but it's not okay to give up. It's not okay to kind of run for the hills. And it was like, no, this is what we're doing. And, you know, meanwhile, you know, my team is all putting on this, you know, the mm-hmm, largest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, event for women globally. So the California Women's Conference. So I couldn't, I couldn't buckle. I couldn't, you know, be in the fetal position, rocking myself, crying. I had to Absolutely. pull it together. Absolutely. 
Absolutely not. Let me tell you something, Did or sort of ask you, not tell you, but ask you, did you believe in your heart of hearts that you were destined to be doing what you're doing today? You know, I do. I fought it for a while. I mean, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. initially, I mean, you know, there was times where I was like, what am I doing? You know, this is, you know, I, I had I had a very successful um, recruiting company. I worked for a publicly held company. I mean, it, you know, financially, mm-hmm. there was other roads to go. Um, this is a tougher, tougher road. But I think for me, when you you hear from individuals that attend the conference and attend the programming and, and what we've got set up and they're members of Women Network, and you hear what what the programming has done for them and mm-hmm. how they've, they, in turn, have decided, you know, to pursue their passion and their mission and, and that because of attending the conference that they decided to do that. I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. It's overwhelming. Um, we just had a, you know, an individual. I was getting a passport, and I was with my son, and I was in line, and the clerk stops and says, "Oh my gosh, because, you know, because of your conference, I was able. I'm a single mom. I got my kid through college, and <laughs> I'm getting choked up even thinking about it. But, you know, he's graduating, and." I went into the conference thinking, I can't do this, and I, I don't know how to do this, and 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 because she was able to learn, you know, how to how to ask and how to utilize those resources, and and that she's you know powerful beyond her beyond her belief system, mm-hmm. um, you know, so so things like that 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 you know, okay, I'm I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing, and. That's great. And, you know, no accidents. So, you know, no wonder, you know, I often uh, wonder, you know, I've thought about this is when you see women who are passionate like yourself and excited uh, and enthused. Uh, and, and again, I got that expression because people have uh, used that, you know, the woman on fire. I mean, you just got all this energy and you're just going and you're just doing. And when you start telling people what you're doing, they said, oh, I'm tired. I'm just getting tired listening to all that you do. But, uh, the, thing, <laughs> but the thing is. I get tired. I, when you read off the bio, I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> and, but, um, but you, yeah, but you and, know, but you know and, your purpose. You're stepping into your purpose, and you're living yeah. your best self. Basically, you're living your best self, Michelle. That's what it really, and that's what I want you to share too. Before we run out of time, is what would you say to to women how to live their best selves? What are are three things that you would say to live your best self? Yeah. So. So we're meant to be happy. We're meant to laugh. Uh-huh. We're meant to, you know, rejoice. I mean, it's, you know, it's not supposed to be this, you know, this journey of life isn't supposed to be this treacherous, draining, you know, uh-huh. life. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, we're constantly learning. And so what we do at the conference, we help women live their best life. And we do that. There's a study that was done, 50-year study by uh-huh. Gallup Poll. And they looked at and they studied the happiest people. And the happiest people were individuals that had all five of these elements represented. And it was Mm -hmm. career, Mm -hmm. physical, financial, social, and community. 
Uh-huh. And what happens oftentimes, for example, the financials, you know, people think, oh, you know, if I make the big bucks and I make the millions, you know, that's going to make me happy. Right. And ironically enough, um, when you look at the happiest people in the world, you know, they're not the billionaires. They're not. They literally, once the roof over your head and your essentials are covered, the happiness meter doesn't jump off the charts at all. And there's a national study, you know, once you hit the 70,000 mark, um, anything after that is, is really just, you know, gravy. But it's not, it doesn't make mm-hmm. you happier. And when you look oh. at um, the community piece, I mean, that piece, when you're of service and you're giving back, like I always tell people, if you're feeling depressed and you're feeling, and I have those days. I mean, there's days where I'm like, ugh. I'm tired, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and, and it's important. It's like love on yourself. And, but also, you know, when you get out of your head and you're being of service and you're helping someone else, mm-hmm. that's the fastest way to be able to go ahead and kind of shift your thought process and to be in a, in a, in a state of mind of gratitude. You, you, you right away feel um, exhilarated and you feel... Um, you know, you, you could you, you just feel. I mean, it's hard to have two, uh-huh. two thoughts going at the same time uh-huh. of being depressed and and then being of service. Right, of service right. will outweigh uh, outweigh that depression when you're not in your own head. I so love that. I love What's that. What's interesting is only seven percent. Only seven percent of the world does all five things. Only seven percent. You know, I have that people should laugh and they should rejoice and be happy and choose to love, choose to study, and choose to be of service. That's what I got from what you just said. I mean, because life is a choice. And I love it because we live in a society, Michelle, in which we are completely free to choose our own destiny and pursue happiness. It's all up to us. It really is. I, I just can't thank you for being you. <laughs> I just well, can't and I'm you. so excited. I mean, I appreciate <laughs> everything you're doing and being a part of Women Network and being one of my key advisors. And I, I just, I'm, I, you glow um, for your audience who hasn't had a chance to meet you in person. <laughs> I mean, you're so Thank beautiful, you. but you, you literally, you glow. I mean, it's, it's Thank amazing. Um, and you truly show up of like, okay, how, you know, how can we work together? How can we support one another? And it was like instant, instant. Instant, right. And they're, they're, God is so good. He really is. We have such a great creator because my, my goal has always been to empower women. I'm so passionate about helping women. And not that uh, gender differences get in the way, but it's just that I have this passion to, and I know what I am. And when you mentioned connector, I am an exhorter. Uh, and many people, an exhorter is an encourager to help people know and give them hope and life. Now, I, I want to get back to you because, you know, you are a terrific mother and wife. You've got beautiful children. How do you manage it all? And obviously, Eric is a wonderful husband to be so supportive and be your background. So you're a truly, truly blessed woman. But how do you manage it all? <laughs> Just briefly, because I, I don't want to run out of time before you have a chance to that. Yeah, you know what? I think it's being able to go ahead and look at the five to thrive, um, the best life blueprint, 
I put that into practice. So I'm constantly uh-huh. just reevaluating. It's super easy to get sidetracked and spend all my time focused uh-huh. on my career. And then your home life is out of whack. So it's, it's really having that balance and, and, and making sure that you're paying attention, that you're setting up goals for each one of the five to thrive, not just, not just mm-hmm. the career piece mm-hmm. or not just the financial. So, you know, I constantly, and then being present, it's, you know, if I'm doing date night with my husband, I'm not in my phone or I'm not trying to work. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm present or. Oh, so you guys you know, actually have a date night. <laughs> we do. We do. We actually, um, and it's, it's, uh, it's something, you know, that is, you know, we've, we've, we've gone through periods of time where we get out of the habit uh-huh. of doing it and, and we miss it. We get disconnected and then we come back. We're coming up on 19 years of being married, but yeah, it's, it's, it's constantly, you know, it's, you know, a work in progress and you, you know, you're constantly doing things that are, are specific to having, you know, that aspect of your life really shine. I mean, same thing with my kids. It's, I have two teenagers in the house right now uh-huh, and, uh-huh. and being able to have that connection with them and, you know, and, and be present. Um, that's, and that's they'll, they'll, they're the first ones that will tell you if you're not. <laughs> they don't care. Who, <laughs> they they sure don't care will. if you met with the president <laughs> of the United States or you, they really don't care. It's like, mom, you know, <laughs> when's dinner? Are you picking that's me what. up from school? <laughs> You know, that is so wonderful. You know, well, I wanted to bring out, because that aspect of you, although you're this this great dynamic woman and and a stellar performer, and really all that you do, uh, Michelle, you bring excellence to the table. And why I wanted to ask that question, because a lot of women, you know, we sort of are out of balance. And the fact that you have balance in your life and it's so important for women to know because we always talk about life work balance in fact I'm going to be talking about that next week uh, at a connecting to women power summit life work balance can we have it all how do you juggle it I have another uh, and thank you for sharing that too thank you so much I have another uh, question in, in terms if if you could look back over your life and just change one thing what would it be? Yeah, so when you asked that question, it made me think of my mom. Uh-huh. I remember when I was like seven or eight years old, and, and, and I asked my mom the question, you know, Mom, do you wish that you had, you know, that person's, you know, life or, you know, and the person, uh-huh. the friend of my mom's, and I think she got a new house or something, and, and my mom looked at me and she said, absolutely not. She goes, I have, you know, if I didn't have, you know, the problems we have, I wouldn't have you. I, it's the whole thing together. And I think, right. you know, for me, you know, definitely have, there's things where, oh, gosh, it would have been such an easier path or, you know, I learned a hard lesson the hard way. But having said that, it, it creates who you are so that you can. I think this is my, you know, really living on point for my passion. All the challenges and, you know, issues and, you know, everything 
it has gotten me to this point. And so there really isn't anything that I would go back and, and change. That's a great um, answer. Knowing that it would That's change. That's a great answer. You know? I'm sorry. we got to close the show, Michelle. I just have a few minutes. I know you have a women's conference coming in December in Long Beach, California. Just give me the date. December? December. Yeah, it's uh, Wednesday, Thursday, December 7th and 8th. Okay. Ladies out there, the California Women's Conference is coming in December, December 6th, 7th, 8th. And as we close the show today, I want to encourage you to go and you can access Michelle. Give us your call letters that they can access you to sign up for that, Michelle. Yeah, and it's oh, perfect. Yeah, and Women Network, you can get all the information you you need um, about the conference and what's happening with Women Network is uh, W-O-M-E-N network.com. So go to womennetwork.com. So as I close the show today, I want to say just thank you, Michelle, for just being you. You have demonstrated to you obviously your passion for women and helping to give them a voice. We're going to do part two with you because we didn't really finish all the stuff I wanted to ask you, but I want to just say to my listeners, I know you've benefited today from Michelle's story and her words of wisdom. I invite you Stay encouraged on your transformation journey. Be patient, be grateful, be inspired, and be forever transformed. Until next week, this is Dr. Barbara Young signing off. Keep well on your journey to success. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for our replay every Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. Have an outstanding week. 